Hi, I'm Brittany Mitchell. I spent more than a decade in TV news before starting my own business. Curiosity has always fueled my success. I love asking great questions and learning great lessons. Now I'm bringing that passion to this podcast because I believe everyone has something to teach us. So let's dive in. Every summer, my family and I pack up the car and head to the mountains of northern Vermont. It's something we've been doing since I was in high school. For many years, we rented a cabin there from family, friends, and then eventually my parents bought a property across the pond. They call it a pond because in the state of Vermont, unless it's at least 300 acres or more, it isn't considered a lake. It's a pond. Now, the pond on which we have our summer home is only about four acres short of lake qualification, but it's the happiest place on earth to my family and I. And as I was thinking about preparing for vacation, it occurred to me that I've accrued an enormous number of travel tips over the years that have served us well. And I thought in this week's episode, it would be fitting to share them with you. In no particular order, here we go. First, When you're packing your suitcase, use those dry cleaner sweater bags or large oversized Ziploc bags. You can find them at Target or order them on Amazon and pack by the outfit. You know, I've found that when I'm most likely to overpack my suitcase, it's when I haven't thought out what I will wear with what. So having those dry cleaner sweater bags or large Ziploc bags allows me to pack by the outfit including undies and jewelry, all in one bag. And the great thing about that, especially if you're sharing space, is that you can look quickly through your suitcase, pick what you want to wear, pull that bag out, and everything is self-contained. Okay, next, buy postcard stamps ahead of time to take with you. So when you buy postcards at your destination, you can dash off a note, stamp them, and drop them right in the mailbox. Boy, if I had a nickel for every time I have bought beautiful postcards that I never sent from vacation. (laughs) Next, make it easy for those who will watch your pets or your house. Make a document in the notes section of your iPhone or MacBook that you can easily update every year with detailed instructions. You know, things like packages you're expecting while you're gone, your pet's info, their vet info, what food they eat in case they run out. Yes, that's happened to us when we were gone longer than planned. (laughs) Treats they love, walking instructions, what to avoid, how to reach you, where you'll stay. I know some of it sounds obvious, but believe me, if your trip gets extended unexpectedly due to flight cancellations or maybe just deciding to stay longer, you'll appreciate, as will your pet and house sitters, that you took the time to create that document. Next, Make sure you take out all the trash and clean out the fridge before you go. Again, I know that probably sounds obvious, but there's nothing worse than coming home to a smell or spoiled leftovers in the fridge. And here's a great idea. Make a meal you can freeze and have your house sitter pop in the oven for you just before you get home or that you can easily grill or reheat upon walking in the house. We all know what it's like to come home from vacation exhausted and hungry and not know what to eat. Next, get a travel cooler if you're traveling by car. Snacks and food on the road are very expensive, but really the biggest hassle is the time it takes to stop and get them. And so having yummies with you in case you get stuck in traffic between exits makes it convenient for adults and kids. 
You know, I remember when I was a kid, we would always travel from our home in New Jersey to my grandparents' house in North Carolina. Now, some years, my parents would intentionally rest up and put us in the car late at night so we would sleep, my brother and I, most of the ride there. But some years, we would travel during the day, and my very clever school teacher mom always had what she called a surprise bag. Now, my brother and I weren't allowed to peek before the trip and find out what was inside, but just about the time we would get into a brother-sister battle in the back seat, she would pull out a new surprise. Maybe it was a coloring book or a new book to read or an Etch-A-Sketch or something fun. It could be something that we already owned or something she picked up very inexpensively, but it was always fun to know that every couple hours we'd get a new treat in the car to keep us busy. Here's a great idea. When you're bringing back gifts for your pet or house sitter, make it something reflective of where you've been. You know, when we travel to Vermont, one of the things the state is known for is maple syrup. And so one of our favorite things to do is to go to a sugar house, as they're called in New England, and bring back some maple syrup. It's wonderful to have a gift with a story attached and to be able to say, we watched where they made this maple syrup, or we brought you some Vermont cheddar cheese, and we actually saw it being made. Again, that's where having that travel cooler comes in handy. It expands the kinds of things that you can bring back for people you love. Next, I love this one. Pack a yummy smelling bar of soap in your suitcase so your clothes smell really fabulous when you arrive at your destination. And then use that soap all throughout your trip. And then going forward, whenever you smell that smell or use that soap at home, it'll remind you of your vacation. Oh, I love this one so much. You know, scent really does evoke memory. I'm sure if I said, can you picture in your mind the smell of crayons? It takes you right back to kindergarten, doesn't it? Or maybe the smell of your favorite bakery or cutting down a fresh Christmas tree. So I've always loved putting that bar of soap in my suitcase when I'm heading on vacation and coming home and thinking of the trip every time I use it. Now, speaking of remembering your trip, I love the tradition of gifting yourself something to remind you of your trip. It could be a special book, like a coffee table book about the place you went. It could be a piece of jewelry that you bought from that little local shop in a small town that you found while driving around one day. But the idea is that it's something that when you use it or think of it or wear it, it takes you right back to your vacation. When I was a child, my parents went to Bermuda and my dad bought my mom a beautiful gold necklace with one of the birds common to Bermuda on it. And I always loved how my mother would wear that necklace and I could see as she would hold it between her fingers that it was taking her right back to being on the back of a moped with my dad zipping around Bermuda. It was really special and a tradition I have loved. Here's a fun one. Make a playlist and you can involve your kids in this of music for the car ride or the plane trip that you can listen to while you're traveling and while you're there. You know, just like with scent, sound can also evoke memory. And so when you have that playlist going at home, it will take you right back to that vacation every time you play it in the future. It's a modern version of the mixtape for those of us who remember that. Here's a fun one. Take a special gift with you for your host or hostess if you're staying with friends or family and make it a special something from where you live. Maybe it's something they can't get where they live. 
something they'll use over and over and think of you and your visit. It could be a beautiful picture frame. Maybe you take a photo while you're there and send that later to go in the frame. Or perhaps a cutting board or a serving piece for entertaining with their initial on it. But something that says, this came from our time together. You know, don't you look around your home and remember where you got that piece of furniture or where you inherited a piece of furniture. Things really do have memories connected to them. So make sure that you're intentional about creating that. Now, this is a big one that I am so guilty of forgetting. Have people take pictures of your entire family. Don't do as I often do and come home with pictures of my husband and son together where they are in front of the camera and I am behind it. It's amazing how many years I will go to create that famous family Christmas card collage and have trouble finding pictures of our entire family. It's sort of like going on vacation and feeling like you were all on separate vacations. Take those group shots. I know it's hard sometimes to say, oh, let me ask someone like the waitress or the couple at the next table to take your picture, but you're always glad later that you did. Now, this is one that occurred to me just this year because I saw a friend doing this. She did it for her summer, but you can do it for your vacation as well. Make a bucket list. Take pictures of the items on the list as you complete them. So for instance, one year, my family and I went zip lining in Stowe, and we have fabulous pictures of us doing that. And every time we look at the pictures, we talk about that day and what an adventure it was. Every year, we like to rent bicycles and ride by the water and down along the trails in Stowe. And even though we've done it before, we always take new pictures every single year. Okay, so speaking of things you do every single year, it is good to do different things. I am so guilty of getting into my habits and going to the creature comfort of the same places, but I'm going to challenge you. Pick something new or different to do on every vacation. It really is so simple to go back to the places and activities and restaurants you love, but make an effort to expand your horizons. So this year, we are going to do stand-up paddleboarding. My husband had so much fun researching the different stand-up paddleboards and selecting the ones that we would take. And so I encourage you, try something different and new. And especially as a family, it's fun to pick an activity perhaps none of you have done and learn it together on vacation. What about this one? Ask others who've been where you're going what they loved, what they didn't love what they'd do again, what they would definitely not do again, and why. You know, the first time we ever went to Las Vegas, my husband, John, and I, we really didn't know what we were doing. We had a few tips, and we read a couple of travel blogs and books, but we were pretty lost when we got there. And in hindsight, we were only there for a few short days, and we lost a lot of time figuring out once we were there what we wanted to do. Well, we went back the very next year and our experience was far different because we actually asked people, hey, who's been to Las Vegas? What did you love? What did you not love? What would you do again, not do again? Here's a great for instance. We went to see the magicians Penn and Teller. Now, that would not have been something that would have occurred to me, but friends told us you must go. It is so worth it. And it was one of our favorite things about the trip. After the show, they came out to the lobby and we got to meet them and take photos with them. It was an absolute blast, but it wouldn't have been something I would have gravitated toward if someone had not recommended it. So don't be afraid to ask people 
what they loved and didn't love and what is a not to be missed activity. Okay, what about this? Don't just tell your kids about trips from your childhood, recreate them. You know, when I was a kid, we had a house in Ocean City, New Jersey, and every summer we spent a week there. And it was a very big deal that one night during the trip, we would go up on the boardwalk and do all the things. We would eat pizza at Mac and Manco's. We would get saltwater taffy at Shriver's. We would go to a bookstore and buy a book. And to tell you, I was a child of the 70s, we would go to an iron-on shop and get t-shirts every year. I remember one year getting a t-shirt with a picture of a dog that said, I love mutts. And I'll never forget my elderly neighbor saying, is mutts your dog? And I said, no, just mutts in general. But to this day, I can still smell the smell of that iron-on fresh on the t-shirt as they shook it and waved it in the air to cool it off before handing it to my brother and I. And I've told my son that story so many years. And I'm going to make this the year that we actually take him there and not just talk about playing mini golf and riding the rides and eating the saltwater taffy, but show him for himself what that experience is like. Next tip, if you can drive versus fly, gosh, I encourage you to do that. You know, the bubble time, as I call it, that my family and I have in the car together, where it's just all of us in that little bubble Traveling through the United States is my very favorite thing. Could we get where we're going faster on a flight? Absolutely, we could. But I cherish, I love that time together in the car. We have some of the best conversations. We listen to music together. And yes, I am a nerd, as anyone will tell you, and I love to make up games. One of my favorites is guess the population. As we drive through different places, we'll say, how many people do you think live here? And we'll each make a guess, and then I'll Google the answer. Or, gosh, how far do you think we are from such and such town or this and that place? We make up the games as we go, but we have an absolute blast. And being in the car together is my very favorite thing. You can probably guess that I'm sentimental, and I love traditions, and I love establishing traditions linked to vacation. For instance, we always go the same time of year over the same holiday to the mountains of Vermont. And we always have 4th of July with the same family friends. And so it's really fun to create traditions and be sure and take pictures. There's nothing like flipping back over the years and saying, oh my gosh, here we are when the kids were just in elementary school. And here's a picture of us right after they graduated high school. You can take those pictures in the same spot with the same people year after year. And it really is a great way to create memories. Here's a fun one. Have a signature vacation drink or cocktail. You know, one of the things that we love to do in our family is go out on the boat for a happy hour cruise at five o'clock. And we just motor very slowly around the pond, aka the big lake. And we have our peanuts and our Vermont cheddar cheese and our crackers and our beverages. And it's just so much fun to watch the sunset and be on the water and wave to the people back on shore. I look forward to that every single year. So maybe you could create a special meal where everyone participates and makes a certain dish or a side. Maybe you have a day where you go out and pick apples and make a pie together. We've done that and it's an absolute blast. Or yes, maybe you could Google and find a fun summer cocktail and make that your signature beverage of the trip. Here's a good one. Capture the small moments. 
Last year on the last night of our trip, it would have been very easy for me to spend the evening up in the bedroom, packing the suitcase, assessing the laundry, making sure that everything left all around the house gets put back in the bags to go home. But instead, I decided to do something different. My son wanted to go out and kayak. And it was after dinner and the sun was about to set. And I literally thought to myself, focus on the moment. Focus on the moment. And so we got in kayaks, we paddled out to the middle of the pond, and we sat and watched the sun dipping down into the water. I'll be honest, my mom was a little worried that perhaps we'd gotten stuck or forgotten how to paddle, and here they came in the boat to check on us. And I said, no, we were just enjoying the moment. And I encourage you to do that. So often we look forward to the vacation, and then we get there, and we're looking down at our phone or our device or watching TV. I encourage you to set all of that aside and just breathe in the moment. One of my favorite things to do is sit on the deck on the top of our boathouse and just stare out at the water and think. Think about all I'm grateful for. Think about all my parents did to make that vacation home possible for us. Think about the year that's passed, the year that's to come. I just love quiet time with my thoughts. How often do we get that? And vacation is a great place for that. Here's a good one. How often have you taken great pictures and maybe held up your phone and showed it to someone or even texted it to someone, but never printed that picture? You remember printed pictures, right? I know I do. Well, so many times I am guilty of taking a great picture and then letting it live in my phone forever. So here's a vacation tip for you. When you get home, actually print and frame a couple of pictures from your trip to put around the house. You know, digital pictures are great and posts on Facebook and Instagram are great, but having a photo on the fridge that you'll see every single day or in a frame on your dresser or your nightstand is so much better. Or what about laminating a few pictures from your trip and using them like bookmarks in whatever book you're currently reading or in your Bible? You know, photos are worth their weight in gold. Nothing takes you back to a moment like a photo. So why do we let them live on our camera or our phone? Let's get them out. Let's print them out and let's put them where we can enjoy them even more. Well, at some point, all great vacations come to an end. So let's talk about what I call re-entry. You know, there's nothing worse than coming home to a dirty house or mountains of laundry. And so one of the things that I do when I can is do the laundry where I am on vacation before I come home. So when I unpack my suitcase, I can put it right in the dresser and not in the hamper. And I love to arrange it so my house is cleaned before I get back. And sometimes we'll even plan a special dinner out the night we get home. After all, who wants to cook when you've just walked in the door? And so we allow ourselves time to settle back in before we dive back in. I'm about to give away a big secret. I often tell people I'll be home a day after I really am so I can hide out and do laundry or unpack or just ease back in before I get back into work. Easing in versus diving back in allows you to milk some final moments of vacation bliss before returning to your everyday life. And when we do that, over dinner, we talk about our vacation. 
and I ask those nerdy questions that I'm sure my son hates but will one day appreciate. What was your favorite thing we did? And we all go around the table and answer. What was your favorite place that we ate? And what was your favorite memory we made? You know, we think about these things, but speaking them and sharing them with one another really brings them to life. So I'll leave you with this. When you finish a vacation or a trip, start planning the next one. I know some people aren't planners and don't look forward to that piece of it, but here's the benefit of planning. You have longer to look forward to something. The older I get, the more I truly cherish the anticipation of looking forward to a trip. Hey, spontaneity is great, but relishing that period leading up to when you travel is equally sweet. I love texting my mom and saying, only 30 days till we're together, and saying to my son, only five days until we do vacation laundry and pack. And I get so excited, just like a kid on Christmas Eve, the night before a trip, just thinking about all that's to come. And that's what you miss out on when you don't plan. You don't have as much to look forward to. And looking forward is as sweet as looking around. So I hope these vacation tips help you and your family. I would love for you to share your tips with me. So be sure and comment on this episode or reach out to me on social. Make it a great week and we'll talk to you next time.